Hey guys, welcome to Street Talk ATL with Dave Crockett. Today's episode comes to us back in the archive. We are going back to late 2020 and I was in downtown Charlotte. So this is the roadshow edition of Street Talk. And I was down by the Carolina football stadium, ran into a couple skaters Mikey Marcellus, and we ended up discussing faith, meaning, and purpose, and they had some really surprising feedback and just a lot of life that they have lived um, in their short amount of time here. And so they learned a lot about each other, and I learned a ton about their worldviews. And I also got to tell them about how my faith journey intersected with Jesus. So, great conversation. I hope you enjoy it. Let us know your feedback as usual. Hope to hear from you soon. Thanks. So, hey guys, this is uh, David Crockett doing the uh, podcast called Street Talk, and uh, we're with Marcellus, and we're with uh, Mikey here in Charlotte. So, this is the uh, on the road edition of Street Talk. Normally, we're in Atlanta. So, um, we're just talking about what these guys do, their background, and um, yeah, tell me a little bit more about the, the, mu- the music side, Mikey. All right, so for the music side, um, my artist's name is Policies. 704 I started probably like at 16 I got my inspiration when I was in the hospital for osteosarcoma it's a form of cancer Mm. so I started just going out doing like ciphers things like that yeah um freestyle events just to kind of get my name boosted a little bit I'm still currently trying to work with my buddy here also my manager Mr. Marsala right on what kind of what kind of music is it uh you said so I don't like to put myself in one lane. That's why I call myself an artist and not a rapper. But it's mostly like rap music. Rap, maybe some R&B, that kind of thing, a little bit. Okay. Yeah, well, we've got a huge presence, obviously, in Atlanta. So as you guys are aware. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Um, so the, the question we often ask first to kick things off is like, what is the meaning of life for you guys? Like, what's your purpose for living? So we, we kind of go really deep in the beginning right, here, and then we sort of like, and then we kind of vibrate like back up. I these questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, it makes you think. That's a great question. Uh, my meaning of life is just whatever makes me happy, pursuing it. Uh, whatever sparks that lick of joy, whatever turns my, this is a little cheesy, but whatever turns my frown upside down, you know? <laughs> okay. Because like, people will be at home, you know, you'll feel like depressed or something. Um, and then someone hits you up or you go Google something and you like spend some time on something and you yeah. realize that brings you up, that keeps you going. It, it's what's my, I, I, I follow my happiness is the best okay. way to say. That's my meaning of life. Whatever makes me happy, I follow it. So that, could you say that was also, would be your passion at the moment? Like whatever that thing is, it'd be your passion exactly. about? Yeah. Okay. So not one specific thing really. No, like for like for me, I like to rock climb. I like to skate. Um, I like to drink with my friends. You know, like uh, I like uh, to make music. Hunt There's animals. Like, yeah. I do like to hunt. Yeah, right. 
Um, like things like that, you know, I'm not just, there's no one thing I like. I just, if I like it, I'll do it sometimes. Uh, okay. I'll add it to my schedule. Right on. You know? So not one thing that defines How about you? I mean, everything he's saying hit me, but I'm going to expand a little bit on it. I search for the meaning of giving other people happiness because I've seen the world turn upside down so many times. I've seen so many horrible things happen in my life. I've actually died before. So when I came back, I told myself I want to do something that makes me feel fulfilled and gives people an idea of what they want to do. So like Tupac once said, if I'm not the mind that is inspired by greatness, I want to inspire that mind. I want to get someone, even if it's a random kid somewhere that I don't even know, I'll be dead long before that kid comes out and makes a change in the world. But I want to at least be the mind that inspires him. That's always been my motive of function. It's give, just like, give. try to have fun, try to enjoy my own life, but I don't want to live a life that is meaningless. I don't want to just mm. go out, party, do all the same shit my peop people my age do. I want to have fun, but I also want to create something beyond that, like yeah. a legacy, legacy that's left yeah. behind. Wow, okay, right on. That's some more deeper than mine. <laughs> I was going to say, that's some wisdom for, because uh, you guys look kind of young. You, you don't have to tell me, but I'm assuming. I, I, I'm 22. 22. 24. Okay. So, um, and I've been a little bit older than you guys, yeah. but I, uh, I've shared some life experiences as well. And I, I totally resonate with what you're saying. It's like, especially when you get older, you start to look back. It's like, okay, what really legacy think. have I built? Yeah. It's like, now you're, you're on the front end, like, trying to like, where am I going with this? And then I'm looking in the rear view. Yeah. So, but you mentioned one thing that really stood out. You said you, you died or almost died once. Tell me more about that. What was that experience like? So, it was back when I was... 14, I was probably on my 15th round of chemo, so it was the splatting at the time. I did at least three oh. different chemos. There was doxorubicin, which was more like a medicine because splatting messes with the heart. There was um, cisplatin, and I can't remember the last one. The last one was the worst one. It sucked. It sucked. It made me spend like weeks in the hospital. I couldn't drink or eat anything that had vitamin C or else I would have to stay longer. And you know how much stuff has vitamin C, has um, vitamin <laughs> C. I didn't even know that. It's all fortified with crap, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. So at the time, my father, he, he was going through it. Like he lost his job just to try to be there for me. Me and him don't have a good relation, but this is the one time I can count on him. I mean, he, he had wanted, cancer. Right? Yeah, like yeah. he wanted me to be up. He wanted me to be active. So he came in one day at like, seven o'clock in the morning and he was telling me to get up like clean my room he wanted me to take a shower at this point like i already lost my knee so i'm i had it replaced by titanium so i couldn't walk like Is that for, because of the cancer or some some other of the cancer. yeah yeah okay so he got his knee removed basically and yeah his uh, metal knee wow. like titanium knee yeah mm -hmm. osteosarcoma was in my knee first it went up to my lung but that's a different story <laughs> but um so he got me up and he took me to a shower like he tried to give me a shower and i was telling him like yo like i'm not prepared for this like i feel really weak mm. and next thing you know everything just kind of went black like uh, what he told me was i started saying his name i started just going like joaquin joaquin dad 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 and i was just like laying in his arms and then next thing you know I'm completely quiet from his perspective. In my perspective, I just see black. Like, I don't know what other people have experienced with near-death experiences and death experiences, but I didn't see a light or nothing like that. I just went black, and the next thing you know, 
I have EMTs surrounding my bed, and I just hear clear, and I'm up. So you don't know how long you were out? You don't know, like, from the outside? It was about 10 minutes. 10 minutes. So, like, no heartbeat, the whole deal, like, what they told you? No heartbeat. My butt, my, um, I wasn't breathing. The fact that I even came out of that was a miracle in itself. Wow. I should be dead right now. Now, that's, that is a crazy story. So the fact that... At that young, too, which kind at of... At eight, yeah. I mean, that's a lot for to process all that. That's wild. I mean, and so you mentioned the word miracle. What does that, what does that word mean to you? Like, I know we use that word a lot, oftentimes, in certain situations, right? Things that can't be explained by science or mm-hmm. whatever. All right, so... But how does that work with you? For me, it's like... You know, there's the whole foundation of religion. People build miracles on religion. I build it on kind of just the will of the universe. Like, I've, in that moment is what made me really understand that I'm here for a reason. There is something I'm supposed to do before I go, just like everybody else. Um, a lot of people look at that and they think, well, what about homeless people? You know, they don't really contribute. I think no, because when you see a homeless person and you're with your child, the first thing you might do is you're gonna you're gonna tap little Timmy on the shoulder be like hey I want you to be better than that I don't want you to be out here stuck on the street without any money any help you're out here having to beg just to live that's no way to live and that's a lesson in itself every single person has a purpose rather they know it or not you are serving something into the universe just by existing all yeah all humans influence other humans even if Mm -hmm. it's a small interaction very small interaction a two minute yeah. interaction a 50 second um 30 second interaction can change a person's life yeah oh totally now do you feel similar kind of a similar worldview on the meaning coming from like the universe and something bigger than yourself how do you um, look at that i'm actually the complete opposite wow, of his okay. thought process on that um Tell i don't me. believe there's any meaning um i think the world was made and it's just gonna end that's just kind of how i've always viewed it but I will um, still, I still do think impacting other people's lives is, it's, it gives you joy. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. I think helping others still gives, like my, like I said, my meaning of life is giving myself joy. Helping others gives me joy. I think mm. that's with all people, though. Yeah. So as long as I'm feeling joy, you know, I'm, I'm happy. I don't believe in any universal cause. I don't think helping others is good or bad innately i just think everything is everything yeah and whenever i do good i feel good you know it is what it is and what about like so if you believe in the good side of it you also believe in bad so would you, yeah. would you say good and evil exists of course i yeah i personally don't think so okay i think that's fair it's it's whatever you make it there you might you might say right and, and evil yeah you might say right and wrong you'd probably both say well mm-hmm. it's probably well, wrong I mean, to do some some act right like steal maybe lie i'll say like put it it like this like say a man's got a starving family back at home he has no money he's undocumented or something like that so he can't go out and get a job because ice might come and take his family away and send them back to whatever third world country he's from yeah so he's got to struggle more there and he's desperate so he has to go out to a grocery store steal some food is he in the wrong for stealing or is he right for providing yeah there's like there's i think there's too many the the base concept of right and wrong is 
a thrown away concept nowadays. It's it's there are too many clauses you have to like put into account. Too many what? Um, there's too many things you have to take yeah, into account yeah. in general. But exactly. I would say the only reason I believe there's a right and wrong is because people can do wrong without having a purpose for doing wrong. Serial killers are a prime example of that. Yeah. They go out and they do it because it brings them self-joy. That's a very selfish thing. You take yes. another life and end it, they have nothing else going on. They're done. Their family has to suffer. And the reason you did that is for a temporary moment of joy. Temporary moment of high. Mm-hmm. Now, that's interesting because that means something negative or something maybe perhaps we would call evil could bring you joy. Like so, give someone... So would that say, that would that be a valid meaning of life then? For that person, if I, yes. Yeah, if I said anything, I'll just if I just said a blanket statement, anything that brings you joy is is a good thing, right? In life, it makes. Well, I mean, he doesn't believe that. I believe that. Right, but it, yeah. it, but he brought the serial killer example, think, which is why I well, I'm kind of like digging deep. <laughs> yeah, on yeah, that. yeah. So like, yeah. I think <laughs> honestly, I think it's it's wrong. Yes, and more like yeah. I I see it as like. It's his. It's not his fault. First off, like it's something with his brain. Yeah. Humans aren't innately bad. We innately want to follow rules. You want to innately give, because that's like, that's how we were. We're we're a societal. We're community-based creatures. Like we're we we need community. That's always how we've lived since the beginning of time. You know, we're always in a pack. We're not like herd mentality kind of thing. You know exactly. Yeah. yeah. So our our we want to give. We want to be good. We want to be nice to keep people around us. Like Fuck that's it. more natural. Interject. But with serial killers. It's... Interject real quick. It is their fault. But besides that, for a serial killer to do what a serial killer does, it's already been proven. He doesn't necessarily have to have something wrong with his brain. I mean, yeah, of course, something unlocks once you do it. That's what causes that serotonin that goes to them once they do it. But every human being is capable of killing another person. It's literally you could do it for self-defense you could do it for joy you could do it for purpose it doesn't matter everybody's capable of killing you kill an animal all the same it might be different but in reality you're still taking a life but like that's why i'm I'm like fine with like the current society we live in the current society we live in there's like laws that stop this so the person knows the consequence of what's going to happen and if they want to do it we can't yeah. i can't tell them no if it makes them happy then you know yeah. do it like but there's going to be consequences you might even get caught before you do it you know like then you can't blame yeah. other people like if i get caught doing something wrong i would not i if i got caught killing someone for i mean i'm not saying i would but <laughs> if i got caught doing it <laughs> on yeah, the record yeah on the record, <laughs> on the record. be careful but um i wouldn't i wouldn't be in the courtroom crying cuz i chose to do that wrongdoing you know like it may have made me happy in the moment, and I, I'm happy for it, you know. But I'm not gonna cry over the consequence because it's gonna happen. There's consequences for your actions, and if you choose to give to be happy, there will be no consequences. But yeah. if you choose evil or things that are seem to be evil in our society—stealing, killing, kidnapping, lying. whatever it is—you know, yeah. yeah, exactly. If that makes you happy, cheating, uh, lying to your fam- friends and family—if that makes you happy, do that, you know. But understand, there are going to be consequences. Yeah. You know? But I'm never going to say no. You're never going to say it's wrong, is what you're saying. Exactly. But I will, oh, like... Fuck that. I'll, I'll say it's wrong. It's, it's your... It's That's like the, the way the brain is built. Like, like, each brain is built 
based off of environment and your genetics. All right, look. I don't think it's your. I, a lot of times, I don't think it's the person's fault. You, you can say that about a lot it. of shit, but the everything flaw, is based off. The flaw of, in your logic is if I bring this prime example. Let's say one of your buddies is about to go try to have sex with a 13-year-old girl or some shit. You're not going to tell him no? I'm going to tell him don't do it because that in my but eyes... But it makes him happy. It doesn't make me happy to see it, right? So whatever okay. makes me happy, I'm going to follow what I think will make okay, me so happy. Okay, so that does... All right, all right. I just had to... <laughs> no, I'm not... <laughs> you were saying you would, you would tell him no, don't... Yeah, yeah. I yeah, would yeah, tell because that makes me happy. Yeah. Not, I don't care how he feels about it. I'm going to I'm gonna stop it, actually. All right, all right. But it makes me happy. It makes me feel good. Oh, but I'm you want, stopping this. Right, you know? but you want someone else not to be unhappy either, right? I don't care if... No, like I care kid, about like my happiness the, in the end. But I'm talking about the kid. But you care about the kid's happiness too, right? No. In some sense. No. It's but me long, getting uh, the, the, what is it called? Glorification of helping someone else. Yeah, I mean, that's all I, it is. I mean, yes, you can say, oh, I'm making the kid happy and that makes me happy. Yeah, but it's really just me helping someone and I feel good about it. I, I hear what you're saying, huh? but I think in the moment you would react differently. And I think there's an innate, oh, most definitely. There's an innate impulse in us to want to help, which is weird because if you think of it from an evolutionary principle, it should be evolution of the species means I want to take care of everything that makes me live longer, right? Makes me no, better, stronger, happier. But, but I will sacrifice myself for someone if I see, you know, a kid getting, you know, attacked or, or something. Yeah, well, exactly. that also, but remember this. No, remember our um, our innate feeling of community. Don't forget that. Or nurturing. That's still a thing. Our brains are wired like that. Besides, it makes me happy to go how save they, a kid from a bullet. How are they wired like that? I mean, besides that, you just got to think about empathy. The brain is wired You can do like a that, lot of know? things under the yeah. sense of empathy, love, happiness. Mm-hmm. Honestly, there's a lot of different emotions you got to take in. You might help someone, not necessarily for that person, but because they're in a similar situation you were in. And you look, you might look at them like you're seeing yourself in the past life or some mm-hmm. shit like that. And it makes you happy. Yeah. Like, yeah. when you're in the hospital saving this 13-year-old boy who almost got kidnapped or, like, saved to you're, slavery, yeah. you, you feel good in that hospital. You're a vet tech. You, you help animals. I've right? saved animals' saved lives. Animals. Right. Makes yeah. you feel I've good. Done, I've helped the surgery. Like, I, yeah. I've done it all, you yeah. know? But it makes the, obviously, the animal feel better. And then, mm-hmm. the, if you take it to the animal, man, people just go crazy. Yeah, yeah I know. Like, if you see somebody hurting a they will, like, if it, it's almost worse than, than, like, doing it to a child, almost. Like, almost, like, yeah. yeah. Saving Honestly, a puppy yeah. or saving a dog from the road. Yeah, 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 it's wild, <laughs> isn't it? It's I know my sister, she's a huge animal lover. But, um, so, yeah, so I think there, we've seen a little bit of dichotomy in, in the thinking, which is interesting, like, the different perspective. But mm-hmm. I was going to drill down a little bit deeper in terms of, like, so, um, kind of universe, there's a purpose, um, but it sounds like it's an impersonal sort of there's not like a quote-unquote god it's just you met you said the universe i just don't want to misquote you and you're kind of like you're not sure how everything came about. i don't believe anything. something from nothing <laughs> yeah you believe everything i thought i think of the science way like nothing happened and then something was there either right. way the <laughs> smartest men that have ever existed can't even guess yeah. anything so at the end of the day it's all speculation yeah yeah i don't think there's any based on what power. you feel is right yeah i don't think there's a greater consciousness in my opinion what about Big Bang? Big Bang? I think it just happened. It but you do believe in it, yeah, right? Yeah. You believe it? Yeah. Yeah, something happened. There was a. But he believes know. there was a reason for it happening. There's a greater consciousness that caused it. And I think it just happened randomly. Not exactly. Because when you say a greater consciousness, it's almost like. You say universe. You're saying, you're saying God. The universe no, is just God. existence in itself. It's not necessarily 
one force. It's just this grand force that nobody understands. I'm oh. not so I'm not saying there's a sentient uh, being beyond that. I'm just saying that there is something there, you know, in general. But you think that thing is causing everything or leading things mm, in some towards sense. a certain way. In some sense, yes. In have some have sense. you heard of Columns Law before? It's a, it's, if you look at cosmology, there's something that says anything that comes into into being has to have a cause. So that's kind of a rule. Like yeah. you had a cause. Your mom had, you know, your mom and your dad, yeah. bam, your well, cause. Like, yep. it's like, so everything that comes into existence <laughs> must a have had a cause. Yeah. So the universe is a great example of that. And the question is, that's that's a thousand million, mm-hmm. yeah. hundred million dollar question. <laughs> yeah. What was what the cause? Was, the cause? Yeah. was it a sentient, was it a conscious, right, mm-hmm. type being? Or was it just, did it just I think create it just, itself? Well, that, yeah. doesn't sound very, <laughs> that doesn't sound like we've replicated something like that no, in science, yeah. right? So that's exactly. We don't have a, a formula on how to create a universe. Honestly, at the end of the day, we don't know everything. Don't know anything. And that's why I follow Plato, because Plato is one of the first people to go ahead and say, I'm wise because I know I don't know everything. It's just a perfect example that's of that. That's a great example, yeah. it's, it's fucking amazing, honestly. That's why I love philosophy. That's yeah. why the universe is so, like, that's weird deep. to think about. Yeah, I think knowing, and we would call it, so I'm a, I'm a Christian. I'm going to put my cards on the table. Mm-hmm. I'm a Christian, so we do, that's my worldview, but there's a lot of uh, Christian sort of philosophers and theologians. A lot of them look to humility, right? It's like something mm-hmm. must be bigger than outside of ourselves right that's mm-hmm. that's humbling ourselves yeah. to say you know look at the size of the universe and you look at the stars the amount the of planet, time that has passed yeah, like how long it takes we to can't get, even quantify it in our brains it's un, <laughs> yeah it's just unimaginable yeah and so that whatever that force was that mm-hmm. created it had to be outside of time outside of space had to be have a had to be no cause right yeah because otherwise you have a, a an infinite regression of causes so exactly. That's uncom- why I think there's nothing at the beginning. That's 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 what kind of like brings everything into perspective. Or something that was always there. Because if there's infinite. A, right? Yeah. Does that make sense? Like that's it had why to be- there's. That's why I don't. That's why I don't argue with people who say there's a God. Because I'm not gonna say no. I'm not gonna say yes. I'm not the person who knows. Yeah. You yeah. know, I I follow Catholic doctrines in my way of living. You know, that's. I was raised Catholic. Okay. I don't believe in Jesus actually being Jesus, you know. I believe in him as a man because there's proof of him being a man on prophet, this earth, yeah, you walking, know. Yeah. But I don't believe he's a prophet, you know. But I still believe in all the teachings. I believe he, uh, the golden rule, you know. I, I believe in all that stuff. But, like... Did you believe it at the time and walk away? Did you never really... You just never bought into it? When you I was forced little... into it as a kid, I guess. Okay. And then, um... 16 kind of ish i started learning i started like reading more i guess yeah yeah and it was kind of like there were these other religions that made sense they, they could have possibly could have been like that like okay. honestly it could have been could have been one of them is what you're yeah, saying yeah you know like the greeks could have been right this whole entire time you know and all the <laughs> exactly other like we don't know i mean and that's kind of how i see it to me greek mythology like makes so much sense though. it's cool i think it too. is so cool <laughs> because there's an explanation for literally everything I mean, we have scientific explanations for all the Greek gods yeah, now. We do. Of course we do. We have a scientific explanation for everything except our existence. Yeah. yeah. Literally everything the except consci- our existence. Our consciousness and our how we were made. How like the why- world, yeah, and how the world was made. Yeah. Right? The universe is Those are the two Earth. things we still are like, we don't know. 
but to answer your earlier question, what you just said, um, as growing up, my family was all Catholic, so I did follow a lot of the rules of Catholicism, and then I started branching out a little bit. I looked into Buddhism, I looked into um, Hinduism, I looked towards a lot of different things, and there's still some things that I follow to this day. Like I recently, with my followers on Muslim belief, I stopped eating pork. Some of it makes sense. Like right. it does. At the end of the day, there's They're a scientific explanation. They're yeah, bottom right feeders. there. Yeah, I mean, They're it makes feeders. sense. They eat anything. Yeah, like, I don't think it's a holy animal. And they don't have gills, like so they can't filter out all the toxins. Yeah. yeah. So after going through what I went through, I just kind of looked back and I was like, you know what? Grand speck of things, there's no way of knowing. So I'm just gonna live life how I want to live it. If it's wrong, it's wrong. If it's right, it's right. At yeah. the end of the day, I feel how I feel about my life just like any other man. That's yeah. why I say what you said is not entirely wrong. I agree with it. Yeah. Like just, I said, I'll never tell someone their belief. If they told me some crazy stuff, it could be true. Like, you never really know. Oh, no, I'll sit there and be like, no. I'm an asshole. I'll tell you straight up. I'm like, no. Well, if you want to follow it, that's fine. I'm not going to completely go in on why you're wrong and all this and that. We're going to have a little debate about it. But at the end of the day, we can agree to disagree. Because nobody can agree with everybody. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. There's two big questions that follow that, and then, that'll, then I'll probably wrap up. And then right. we can keep talking. But, uh, <laughs> so, what happens when you die? And where do we, so where do we go? Let's start with um, you. Mine is pretty quick. We yeah. can pose. <laughs> okay, warm food. Yeah. Alright, so you go six feet under, and that's it. Yeah. Alright. Brain dead. Brain dead. So physical body, so no soul, no spirit, no other non-physical uh, entity. Yeah. Okay. Right on. How about you? Shit, I believe there's a soul. I just believe there's no, like, I don't think you go to, like, pearly white gates or anything <laughs> like that. I just think everything diminishes. Your soul just evaporates, disappears. Either that or the most likely thing besides that would probably be reincarnation i could see reincarnation being a thing i would say my craziest thought process i ever thought about would be like the um what is it called um the singularity i believe in the singularity i guess okay then i do believe in an afterlife singularity so i think everyone's consciousness is going to become one and we're just going to be a floating universe going to be one with the matrix <laughs> yeah. sentient being yeah type thing. okay i can see that as we die, there's something out there we can't detect it currently, but it's just like yeah. all of our consciousness, like yeah. one, we're able to just go around and like explore it and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah, they, um, something similar that's called pantheism. It's like you and the universe are one. Exactly. Like yeah, one, yeah. One that's my most yeah. belief because we have too much thoughts to not have it be something greater. You know, we yeah. can think about death, we can think about life. Like, why is that? You know, there's there has to be some reason. Because animals don't think like that, so why do we? And we that's the cool thing is that they we have a conscience, so we're pretty sure that and we have a way to reflect on good and evil and yeah. morality and all these things that animals don't. So we know there's something special that's about it. That's what us. I'm saying. There's so, there, there has to there, be something. Why there's something special is the, is the question is we're what? wrestling with. Right? Or maybe we're all being tricked, and like I said, we're just going to de decompose. Video game, maybe? Or, or you think we all just going to wake up in like a like a hyperbolic time chamber type thing? <laughs> you know, yeah. chamber. It might be something crazy. I don't know. <laughs> all right, be. the test is complete. <laughs> okay, but you guys grew up obviously in the church, so what if, and here, here's a 
kind of one of the questions I usually end with is like Occam's razor. It's like basically we don't know, but we're rolling the dice on what we think is the right. So we each have our own. Christian, I have my own view. You guys have yours. So depending on who's right or wrong, if you guys are right, I'm, I'm in the clear because I believe in heaven and hell. Yeah. And so there's things that you do on this life, and there's things that you can get by knowing Jesus that can get you to a certain place, and otherwise you're going to yeah, go somewhere yeah, exactly. else. But if you guys are right, I'm like, well, either way, you're no not exactly. Deal. Yeah, our view doesn't yeah, it cause doesn't. any negative effect. Yeah, if you guys are right, cool. <laughs> I'm either worm food or I'm going into the universe somehow. But now the other, if you take it the other way, if I'm right, now there's like heaven and hell. What do you guys? Oh shit! I, I, there's a special reserved spot in hell for just me and you, buddy. <laughs> I Who's going to be in the better, higher spot? I feel like. Time? Yeah. Is it? I don't know. I. I wouldn't. Just assuming that I'm now. Let's assume because that I'm Because I do yeah. good. Like, I'm not a bad person. The only the only problem is I actively say I don't believe in a God and Jesus. Right. Which would create that problem there. Yeah. But I do follow the Ten Commandments. You know what I mean? Like, I follow the Golden Rule. Oh, you do? Okay. So, like, I don't know. I really don't know what well, would I mean, happen to me. Based on his belief. Because I believe in the New Testament. Like, I... I actively believe in the new all right, testament well, look, god is but all it's... forgiving so if you don't believe if he's right you not believing would not be the issue hell at the end of the day is a place you take yourself because you believe that you belong there i mean there's a lot of flaw in that as well yeah. not, no offense to your yeah. beliefs sure no yeah that's what we're here but i mean you, like i said you could be a serial killer think you're doing good and if that belief is right, God forgives all. You can go to heaven still. If Jeffrey Dahmer, is he in hell or is he in heaven? Like, if I, if I, if our he's in right. hell because he's often stated that he's sick and that he yeah. does not. He enjoys what he does, but he doesn't feel necessarily good about it. Yeah. It haunted him. But There's he, been yeah. many quotes by him before he died to which he stated, I'm sick. I have an addiction to something that is not exactly right. I don't believe I'm in the right for what I'm doing, but yeah. I like what I'm doing, so I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. Did he ever feel guilty? I, wonder if, I don't remember him saying that he had felt guilt about it. But he didn't say he, he, felt, didn't say guilty. he felt guilty, but he knew what he was doing wasn't good. But it's right. like it's like an alcoholic drinking, you know? That's yeah. how he how he described it. Yeah, there's a, there's a philosopher called C.S. Lewis, a uh, Christian philosopher. He talks about we, we know what the odd is, we just don't always know can't always do the things that we ought to do but we know what the ought is right yes and whatever sir. That, however that happens something is instilled in our conscience mm-hmm. it's burned in that says again we still haven't uncovered what that is it's still searching right the human brain is it's crazy it's fast it's crazy but in terms of my view just want to make it clear like right. and you guys the ten commandments are like here's like the template of what to do yeah and that's what the Jews kind of like walked through and built Moses and all that. Mm-hmm. But Jesus came and said, I'm the fulfillment of all of those laws. And so he, he just came and said, I realized that sin came and separated uh, humans from God. And we, he realized we couldn't do it on our own. Like we can never be good enough because he demands perfection. Like, But we can't be perfect. And we that's can't where be, exactly. forgiveness and confession yeah. comes in and stuff like that. Right. And that's why God had to die and go, it's like Jesus had to go to the cross, right? To pay for the sins that we couldn't couldn't pay because even though we live a good life, we still lie, right? We still do bad. We still lie. We still still, um, lust. Mm -hmm. 
probably, right? Yeah. I mean, you could argue whether. Oh no, we, could, we, we won't argue. Yeah, we, <laughs> we yeah. can have a discussion about whether we, it's. Yeah. Look, we're young. We're in yeah. our twenties, of oh, course. Yeah, I'm we're not, not even gonna ask questions. Yeah. I don't even like play. Well, like we, yeah, I understand. Dude, I'm 52 and I'm like yeah. still fight that battle. So yeah. anyway, it's, it's it's innate. And then so yeah, we're in agreement. It's human nature. I will say Christianity, even though I don't fully agree with it, it has installed a lot of good. It's given us more of a sense of morality and right and wrong yeah because it just makes a better society yeah in my like opinion. the ten commandments that's why i don't hate laws. religion like yeah. i i feel like i would do good i feel like i do good in life like i help others without the fear of god or the fear of hell but not yeah. everyone is like that some yeah. people need some sort of fear or some sort of guidance well, you know people need faith that's one that's of the biggest things if you have no hope in your life your life is going completely downward spiral those are often the people that turn to God, believe it or not. The man who's making a million dollars, he sins because he does not believe in God. He might yeah. believe he himself is a God. The person that has nothing and is begging on the street is the one that always puts on their sign for Jesus, all this and that. It's the people that are at the bottom that really, really, really need faith to get to the top. And I can't, I can't knock them for it. We all need something to cling on to. Rather, it might be a motivation, a God, or... Um, like an objective, something we have to do. Like that's a that's a great thing. I mean, like when you were at your lowest, it sounded like a really hard hard experience and difficult. Like what was your the thing that kept you going? What was your faith in your hope? My faith was more so in my skill set and what I have to offer to the world. Yeah. That is where my faith is, because I believe if I have truly nothing to offer, I don't think I'd be here. I think. All the moments where I've experienced near-death experiences or actual death experiences, I wouldn't have came out of unscathed. Yeah. Well, let me not say unscathed, because, I mean, there's obviously always some type of effect, but at least a lot. Like, I could... I'm with you on that. Like, my lowest low, I guess, I... The belief of God is not too off. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Off. Like, in my lowest low, I didn't, I didn't go to God, but I went to, like... I, if I do something, it will cost something, you know? And, like, in a way, that's that's what other people, whatever they ask for help from God, then they realize they can do something, you know? Yeah. Like, God's always all around. There's always that, like, that, like, uplifting feeling of, I need to do something whenever you're at that, like, sh- shitty low, you know? Exactly. I need to do something now, you know? Yeah, I think for me, and those are all great like observation for me it was like my experience uh i didn't grow up with the church but i grew up mm. kind of like on the fringe of like you know with the church on sunday the whole deal we just played a role mm. kind of deal but when i was 30 i had an experience i i've been married a few times and my wife at the time took me to church in atlanta you may have heard of it north point community may not but uh yeah i had a legitimate experience where one day after going for a while i was just like man i realized i'm a sinner like, I can't do the things I want to do in my mind. I'm like, I can't even do, I can't not do the things I don't want to do on my own. So I knew I needed something greater to help me with this. To guide you, yeah. And I just had a, for me, it was a supernatural experience. And it kind of changed my trajectory. Mm. But it wasn't easy still, because, like, it was still a long path. Because we're, our flesh, everything that was innate in me, still wanted to do this this way. But, you know, God was saying, no, take this path. So anyway, for me, man, it was just, uh... It was a transformational experience so 
I just think, yeah, I would say we all have we all have a path to take. So at some point, who knows what the future would bring, you know? Yeah, well, we guys. won't know until it all ends. I mean, <laughs> who knows what path you may choose? But you're you're not going to give up on searching for that whatever that is, right? No, of course not. Yeah, you're still going to keep seeking. Mm-hmm. And that's all. Stay alive. Yeah, exactly. I don't care if I'm at my last my last leg, last stand, whatever you want to call it. I'm still always going to search for that purpose. Yeah. I don't want to die knowing that I didn't complete something that I really wanted to do. That's just at least my way of thinking. I think a lot of people should think that way too. I mean, there's a lot of scenarios you can come back from. It doesn't matter if you get test results from the doctor and he tells you you're going to die in six months. Mm. And shit, those next six months, you better be trying to fulfill whatever it is you got to get done. Everything you can do. <laughs> as hard as you can. doesn't matter what route you got to take. You might do some things you're not proud of, but as long as you finish what you got to get done on this earth, that's all that matters. Yeah. Don't live with regret. So know your purpose. That's a good question. What would you do six months to live? You first, and this is it. Last question. Oh my God. Um, Since you brought it up. All right. Fair enough. For fair enough. me, six months to live. Six months. It's hard, man. You got family. You got friends. You got all your goals that you're thinking about. This is gonna be so bad. Travel. Okay. So the first three months, I would visit every family member. So like Canada, Eritrea, Italy everywhere i would go to every single family member and visit them for a few days or a few weeks yeah and then for the last three months i would do as many drugs as i can <laughs> and have sex with as many human beings as i can wow i did not see that coming i, <laughs> I told you i believe that we're gonna die and that's it so wow. i would just Fair shoot enough. my serotonin to the roof Fair enough, do as man. many now how are you gonna top that one <laughs> shit right. Like, I don't know about the drugs situation. Yeah. <laughs> you have fun with that? <laughs> Not me. I'm probably, look, first thing I'm going to do, I'm getting as many people pregnant as I can, dog. <laughs> My legacy will live on. This world thought I got rid of me, hell no. Nah. You're going to get the worst version. My genes is installed in someone else. I, I was a horrible fucking kid. Yeah. There's going to be so many little bastards. <laughs> seeds gonna spread everywhere yeah and then i'm going to at least try my best to do one major performance i don't care if i gotta reach out fucking beg fucking celebrities i do not care i'm gonna go all over the internet and i'm gonna go viral before i die i want something of my project when it comes to music to be left behind that is more important to me than anything even if people think it sucks people think whatever in itself there's gonna be a profit there that could be left over for my family or you know those bastard kids are gonna be walking around wondering who their daddy is. You gonna leave Just, some coin too, leave huh? a little, little treasure as well. That's right. I mean, you'll That's make right. money off the concert too. Yeah, and you know, them. when an artist dies, their masterpieces become so Way much more, more valuable. valuable. Yeah. You could be the shittiest artist alive. If you die, people are people are interested in death. Yeah. Inherently, you always are curious when you hear someone die your first thought is like you just want to listen to like it. I'm, I'm this sucks like you know yeah. r.i.p all that good shit but your next thought is gonna be i wonder how they died i wonder what type of life they live before they died what type of music they they play oh yeah. no they're gonna love hearing about my life look <laughs> gotta write that autobiography man don't forget about that right oh yeah oh yeah what's your answer what if you had six months to 
live. What's your answer? Yeah, what's oh, your me? answer? Oh, wow, you're throwing it back on me. <laughs> Let's, yeah, good oh, shit, Thomas. Man. Let's go. Uh, today, if you had six months from today, what was today, your Today, yeah, so definitely the family part. I, re- I resonate with that. You know, get some quality family time and sort of like get those relationships, get them to accept mm-hmm. yeah, that I'm going. And then fulfill the kind of like more onto your kind of earlier point about fulfilling the purpose really just tie up the loose ends with all of the different areas of life that I've started you know like this ministry of trying to like just talk to people share my testimony about life and then learn about what everyone else so I, can, yeah, so I can figure out how to make that like a weave that into a nice tapestry of like nice, and yeah. have this maybe this podcast be the legacy one of the legacies right yeah for me just to have those stories, you know, I think it would resonate mm-hmm. with people in general. And then um, I gotta travel, man. I gotta, I gotta see some places see before I die. Right. So you know, I don't know where they would be, but I'm gonna spend some money on some travel. Oh sure. yeah, 100. And uh, yeah, that's probably it. Just uh, yeah, just I guess praise, praise my Maker every day. You know, that's, that's kind of mm-hmm. what I'm called to do is pray to God so yeah no matter how bad it gets just just know that uh, eventually I'll be with in the next life and since we'll exactly. be, I'll be with him so yeah that's my cool. answer I'm sticking to awesome. it man awesome I like it alright guys 